Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines of all the stories that we tell and report. I am your host, Hannah Hammonds. You can watch our video podcast weekly on the SilicogaNews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. We have a packed show for you today, and we are going to be joined by District 1 City Councilman Ashton Fowler. But first, we'll have a recap of this week's news after this break. Stay with us. This is Behind the Headlines. There's nothing worse than knowing you can't afford your next home. Put the worries aside with Heritage South Credit Union Home Loans. Heritage South Credit Union Home Loans have great fixed and variable rates, reasonable closing costs, and local expertise in loan servicing in Sylacauga, Childersburg, Moody, and Alexander City. Call a Heritage South Credit Union Loan Officer today or learn more online at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, member NCUA, an equal housing lender. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. I'm your host, Hannah Hammonds. Let's get into this week's news. This past week, Coosa Valley Medical Center reported it had zero COVID positive patients on its campus. While wearing a mask and other facial coverings will be a personal decision after April 9th, individuals are encouraged to continue wearing masks and practice social distancing. Last week, the Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce welcomed six new members to its board of directors. Head on over to SilicogaNews.com to view the full list of the board of directors who represent the Sylacauga community. Sylacauga City Schools announced it will return to full-time in-person instruction beginning the first full week in April. With COVID-19 numbers rapidly decreasing in the community, school officials believe it is safe for students to be on campus five days a week without having to have a full day for sanitation. That does it for this week's news. When we come back, we'll be joined by District 1 City Councilman Ashton Fowler. This is Behind the Headlines. I am an American mom. I am an American mom. I am an American mom. I believe in apple pie. I don't believe in how many calories are in it. I believe in a strong middle class and equal pay for equal work. And being a mom is work. And being a mom is work. I believe my kids are cuter than yours. I believe my kids are cuter than yours. I believe that gym selfies should be a felony. I believe that carrying a three-year-old and a five-year-old around Adventure World for nine hours should have me burning more than 72 calories. 72 calories. I believe that underarm fat is a conspiracy to keep us buying long sleeve shirts all year. Look it up. I believe there are less than 24 hours in the day. I believe that M-Sculpt is a gift from above. I believe strong is sexy. I am an American mom. I am an American mom. I am an American and mom. And I believe in the right. And I believe. In the right. To bear arms. In the right to bear arms. To bear arms. To learn more. 
more about M-Sculpt treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. People tell our tellers, lenders, and representatives they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. As I mentioned earlier, we are joined today by District 1 City Councilman Ashton Fowler. Ashton, how are you doing today? Good, good to be here. Thank you for joining me. Okay, so I know you play many roles in our community, mm -hmm. so just start by telling our watchers and listeners a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay, so I've uh, of course been in Sylacauga my whole life, went to Auburn University, came back, uh, met my wife there, and she came back. She's uh, up from Atlanta, so she enjoys the small town living now and we're we're here um once i got back you know i went and i've been working at bluebell creameries the distribution supervisor there and um been there since 2014. Um, back in 2016 when the elections came around i was back in town and um you know city municipal election was going on i said well just complaining about stuff like so many people do. I wish we had this. I wish, you know, the roads could be fixed, yada, yada. And I said, you know what, we're, we're here. Why not, you know, do something about it? So I called up the city hall, figured out what I had to do to apply and applied to run for office. And it went from there. So now you're also a full-time employee at Bluebell. Mm -hmm. You are a sports reporter for the Aggie Sports Network and you play a little bit of adult league softball. <laughs> right, so right. you have a very busy life. Yeah. Can you walk us through the daily life of Ashton Fowler? Okay, so yeah, um, like I said, I've got probably too many hobbies, but you know, there's a fine balance. And you know, I'm up, uh, up at four every morning. We go to work at 4.30 and you know, we have meetings throughout the day depending on what the week holds for city business. Um, we have council meetings afterwards, uh, meetings with individuals, um, civic groups in town. So it really depends on the week. You could have no meetings or you could have one every day after work. Um, and I like to get home and uh, once my wife and son are home, get home and have some time with them and enjoy that. And then it's it's to bed early because you got to start over and do it again in the morning. You know, and weekends are either full of softball. Uh, we have a family farm down the road. We go and hunt and, and work on it. So that's that's a lot of fun and keeps you busy. So never a dull moment around the house. It doesn't sound like <laughs> it. You have a, a very busy schedule. Um, you're currently serving in your second term and you just talked about how um, it could be meetings every day or once a week, maybe mm -hmm. once every two weeks. Um, but since you're in your second term, what does being elected as the city councilman for District 1 mean to you? I think the second time around is, uh, I wouldn't say more rewarding, but it's, it's a different type of reward. Uh, just that everybody saw the work that you put in, because at times it can be a thankless job. Uh, but being reelected showed that I was doing a good job and everybody believed in what we were doing as a council. My district believed in what I was doing as a councilman representative for them. So to have their confidence to go around for another four years is, uh, you know, pays part and basically pushes me to keep doing what I'm doing. 
Now, a lot of people might not understand what all that job entails. So what are the complexities of the job that each city councilman has to face? Yeah, so you, you start out, you have your regular council meetings uh, first and third Tuesdays of every month, and that's a work session and a council meeting. And uh, most people think, you know, that's easy. We could, you know, do two meetings a month. But so much more than that, um, on top of your district, problems and concerns people call and say hey check this out look at you know this tree that's down a uh, power line down you know what, whatever the case may be you have to call and, and sometimes go on site and get the full picture which I like to do a lot to see exactly what they're talking about um, and on top of that each each council member is assigned five civic groups like I mentioned before as their liaison assignments so those five groups meet at all different times different weeks different days so you have to try and be represented there and be present at some of those meetings. So that, like I said, that's why there's such a difference. In one week there may be none, and some weeks you have three, four, or five. Um, and with mine, you know, like the Board of Education, the Utilities Board, CDA, um, all, all the uh, police departments, you know, I have to be present to hear those concerns and kind of relay those to the council because as a council, it's a lot easier and a lot better streamlined process if one person goes to these five and another person to this five and we communicate to each other instead of everybody going in whatever direction they choose. So. Absolutely. that That's a better process than mm -hmm. everybody just kind of dispersing, right. have a more structured plan. Exactly. Um, and I think that's what makes our city operate as well as it does. Mm -hmm. um, now there have been many questions about the new garbage collection contract. Right. Can you kind of detail what this contract entails? Mm -hmm. for our watchers and listeners. Sure, uh, I just posted something right before I got here actually. There was uh, some confusion on the old uh, Republic side. They had taken some carts when they weren't supposed to. It was their contractors, not really them. So they hired a company to come out and take up the uh, cans, but they did it a little too early. Um, however, they're putting them back and they're gonna be good to go. Nobody's gonna miss a pickup day. They'll pick up until the last day of their contract when uh, the new company GFL comes in. Uh, now you'll you'll notice that around town they're dropping off new cans already, so they ask you to kind of wait until their Republic's last pickup comes in. Once they pick up, then start folding uh, or filling the uh, new cans up, because they won't start picking up until April first. Um, they're they're a good group. They bought out the uh, previous collect the previous building, previous owners, and now they have gotten some familiar faces from other contracts and companies that we've worked with before so I kind of you know we already have a some sort of a relationship with them um, it's a single pickup no recycling um, like I've said before recycling and I'm not going to speak nationwide but around these parts is pretty much null and void everything is considered contaminated now unless it's plain cardboard box and uh, that's usually what mine's filled up with is Amazon boxes so <laughs> we uh, if have a contamination factor if it's over percentage contaminated the facility won't take it and a lot of facilities around here weren't taking silicaga stuff so it was going to the same landfill as trash and that that was a big thing and you know it's not going overseas and being bought and if it is it's at a lot higher price and companies can't afford that the garbage companies so we went back and gfl gave us the exact same price per household that the previous contract was three years ago you know everybody else's has gone up with inflation so we, we took a kind of a, a trade there, no recycling and also staying at that price per household is very good. Um, you can get an extra can and it's on paper $8 for an extra can. However, the city decided 
to take $3 of that every person that wants an extra can so it stays the same as the previous contract, which is $5 a can. Yeah, I know many people have had questions about if it was mm -hmm. going to be the extra $3 tacked on to it for the yep. extra can, um, but I think we have clarified that it is going to stay the yes. same. $5, the city will, you know, um, take the other three off or pay the other $3 per household. We are joined today by District 1 City Councilman Ashton Fowler. Now, I know there are a couple issues in your district, specifically I'm a resident in your district, um, that people are concerned about, and it's the coyotes in the back yeah. of the Taylor Estates and oh, Valley yeah. View community. Yeah. I know you've been working really hard on trying to get this conflict resolved. Can you kind of give an update um, sure. on this? Yeah, so back, uh, really the backside of Taylor Estates um, area, which where I've lived and grown up my whole life, there's a lot of woods. It's wooded area. Um, it's cut off and from city to county. It's kind of the, the separating point there. And there's a lot of, lot of wildlife out there. Now, um, myself, I've told this to many people, it, it doesn't really phase me just from being in the outdoors a lot and, you know, hunting, fishing, all that out there and hearing them all the time. But I can completely understand. It's kind of weary hearing those coyotes bark and yip all the time and they can you know a rabid one can get out every now and then and you know maybe snatch up a small dog or something if there's food or something present to bring them out of the woods however they're very skittish they don't want to be around public uh, or presence of humans or anything like that so very odd for them to even be out now it's mating season you hear, hear them a lot more they're you know going back and forth and what we want to do is catch these guys and relocate them out of the city limits for sure. Um, I was in contact with the USDA Wildlife Damage Service and that's their specialty. However, they have one guy that does four, three or four counties worth of work and he's just slam packed and I finally got him on the phone and he's like, look, I, you know, I cannot get down there in a timely fashion. I don't wanna say something, you know, agree to something and not be able to pull through. So I understood and I've reached out to a local, what they call trapper, and he does a lot of work for like Selwood Farms and all these big farms around um, around the area. And he's agreed to, you know, send me his contract information, very, very inexpensive, and it covers the entire city. So not only will he take care of the Taylor Estates issue, District 1 issue, he's going to be here for a whole year to handle whatever else, you know, beavers. We had a beaver problem at Lake Louise. He could do that and uh, it, it covers it all in one contract. That is awesome. Now I know, People have posted videos on the Taylor Estates and Valley View community mm -hmm. page with coyotes coming in their garage and being mm -hmm. really close in their backyard. What is your message to our watchers and listeners who might want to take matters into their own hands and yeah. try to take care of the problem themselves? Yeah. We have we have you know the neighborhood Facebook pages and stuff, and my my district's pretty much mostly made of neighborhoods, so a couple different Facebook pages, and everybody's very level-headed and they talk it out and say you know don't handle it yourself if there is a, a rogue coyote that comes out you know stay away and, and take their temptations away the, the extra dog food and cat food um, extra trash make sure your trash cans covered up uh, things like that that may draw them out of the woods now if they do show up you're outside you see one uh, I you know I prompt there may be a rabid one like I said and just stay away and if you don't take matters into your own hands you don't go hunting them because you can be punished up for what the law will allow if you you know disarm a uh, discharge a firearm in the city limits and such so leave it to the experts and they I promise you it's in the works they're on their way we just have to get you know the papers signed and make sure the, the guys get paid the right way and, and legal clears clears it and all that so 
Absolutely. We don't want anybody serving any time no. for taking matters no. into their own hands. Now, moving forward, what can citizens in Sylacauga expect to see from the city council? Yeah, so we're being proactive, trying to be proactive, and, and you know, we handle a lot of stuff, you know, from business coming in, and that's why we have such good entities in place like our CDA, our Chamber of Commerce, and, and our IDB boards. All of our boards and organizations are, are there to help us kind of make a round table of you know, bringing businesses in, supplying current businesses with what they need. So right now, you know, we're focusing on the infrastructure of the current current infrastructure of the city, maintaining it, making it better. And we also have to bring new business in, of course, to, to make more and to do more with vacant land that we have. And some people don't realize we don't have that much vacant land left. So, you know, we're trying to do best, the best with what we have. Um, we have a few developers in town that have purchased some land and hopefully bringing some new things in in the future. So, you know, we have to have to help them out. It's a little give and take. Um, we're, you know, we see the uh, remodeling and development of, you know, over there by Chick-fil-A and all of that. So it's going well. Uh, you know, we just, we have to be there and help our citizens with whatever needs they that come up. Now, I know there's been much talk about a new rec center and a new pool. Mm -hmm. um, can you provide an update on that? Are we sure. going to be seeing a new rec center in the near future? Yes, that, that's definitely the plan. We have it um, where the splash pad that was going to go where the current pool is, the, that plan's in full effect, and we have uh, EDT helping with that. They've, they've kind of spearheaded that to begin with. Now, where we're at with the rec center, you know, ideally speaking, we own the property that's the old Food World building down on Main Avenue plenty of room, um, don't have to buy any land for it. And that would be an ideal spot. However, we're gonna, you know, kind of leave it with the planning commission, get them involved as well, as many entities and people we can to get involved to kind of scour the city and look for different properties and kind of break it down and have two or three to choose from and, and see the best, the most financially feasible, logistically efficient, property we can do use to build a center and that's one of the things that you know I know Tiffany and I talk a lot and the other count district two councilwoman and we said look once we decided to put that splash pad there and there's no more no longer going to be a pool we have to build a pool that's there's nothing about it oh, absolutely and so we're, we're going to get on that hot hard and heavy and it's you know construction is going to take a while anyways because materials are hard to find right now in any kind of construction so we've got to kind of jump start this and get it going and and I bring it up every meeting so we try to push it as much as possible. I've been to several city council meetings and I know that is definitely a topic that is talked about a lot because the citizens of Sylacauga do want um, a new pool that they mm -hmm. can enjoy during the summer um, and a new rec center that yeah. you know is for all ages not just right. your youth. Oh yeah absolutely and that's the plan we you know, fill it with um, actually the, the original mock-up and idea was an indoor pool to be used 24-7, 365, and plenty of classrooms to hold whatever you could imagine. You can, you know, lease them out, rent them out for study courses. Um, you know, they have sewing classes that they usually do, any dance classes, stuff like that. And the, the basketball gyms, um, which could also double down and serve as storm shelters, which we're facing today. and. Um, you know, that would be one big shelter that pretty much could hold anybody that, that comes there. Um, that's the idea. We want to phase it as a rec center slash shelter. So then you get FEMA involved and they have grants that you could go after and you know, help, help pay for the process. Yeah, we definitely need more storm shelters in our area because mm -hmm. we have a few, but they're not in a central location right. that's 
accessible from from people who are inside mm -hmm. the city limits. Yeah. Now, it is common that people take a lot of their concerns and their issues to Facebook without actually approaching the city council member yeah. for their district. So what is your message to these people? How can problems be solved a lot quicker by going straight to the to the source? Yes. Yeah, I, I completely, I mean, I do understand. I was like that before I got into city government. I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, but as, as me being a seasoned uh, councilman, I'll tell you right now, just reach out if it's something to do with your district or even whichever councilman you know the best and you want to call them. Call them and say, here's my problem, or I heard y'all are doing this. Why are you doing it? Or is it true? Then that takes out all the you know social media experts out there that try to explain a reason when they haven't even heard from an expert or somebody involved. And I'm not saying I have to be the expert, but somebody that's involved in the process. You contact them, send them a message, and if they won't answer, then of course you can take it to Facebook, but the easiest and best solution is to just touch base with somebody that's involved in the process. We know it's very, very easy for a rumor to get started with mm -hmm. social media. That's, that's one of the negative things about social media. Right. So I do think it is super important that people actually go to the source rather Absolutely. than asking around town on a social media platform. Absolutely. All right, we're going to be wrapping things up here in just a little bit, but on a final note, what is your favorite memory from being a city council member? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, it was, there's not one certain memory that sticks out, but I'd have to say, you know, having the people that you don't necessarily know that well, but they know you and, and come up and say, hey, I, I think you're doing a great job because it, it is a thankless job and you know that going into it, you just want to keep your head down and get the job done and, and better the city from what it was when you came in. Um, so those little thank yous and hey, you're doing a good job lets me know that I'm in the right place and you know I'm, I'm accomplishing what I set out to accomplish. Absolutely, hey, and you do a great job. Thank with, you. As well as all the other city council members. Hey, and thank you so much again for Absolutely, thank today. you for having me. We're gonna take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. This is Behind the Headlines. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. My name's Leslie, I'm 24, I'm a medical assistant. Growing up in Southern California, um, one of the things that I enjoyed doing is hanging out by the beach. So being in a bikini was, you know, tough at times because I wasn't so comfortable wearing a bikini. One of my main trouble areas is my thighs. So I'd wear cover-ups to, you know, cover up my big thighs. Um, one of the things I was considering was lipo, um, but you know, working full time, finding the downtime to do that was very hard. So that was one of the reasons why I took Vanquish into consideration. It's uh, no downtime. I basically would go in and do the procedure during my lunch. Uh, I'd be out in like 45 minutes, um, back to my regular daily activities. So it's something very easy to do with no downtime. One of the things that I really liked and I wasn't expecting to change was actually the appearance in my cellulite. I felt like that got a little bit better also. My last procedure was about four months ago. 
no fat returned. I am really satisfied with my results and highly recommend it to everyone. My bikini, you know, I'm so much more comfortable now at the beach, heading out and just not having to wear a cover up. It's awesome. It's a great feeling. To learn more about Vanquish Me treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. Welcome back and thank you so much, Ashton, for joining me today. Hey, and thank you for sticking around with us. How can our watchers and listeners get in touch with their city council members regarding issues that they may have? Sure, there's a city website, cityofsilicaga.net. You can go there and it has the, the bios, the links to every council member and their contact information, whether it be email or telephone. Uh, for anyone who wants to get in contact with me, 256-404-3399 is my cell phone. I'm always around. I'm on call anyways because of work every day. So I'll have my phone there to answer you. So please get in touch. We have council meetings every first and third Tuesday at five and six o'clock. Work session at five, council meeting at six. Feel free to show up, express your concern there. You have five minutes at the end of each meeting to express that. And um, also, you know, reach out. If you must, you can't get in touch any other way. Facebook's a good way to get in touch, message or concerns there, and uh, we'll, we'll be happy to answer. And if I can't answer it, I'll always find somebody who can or, or you know, the expert in that area. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Hey, and thank you for watching and listening to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines of all the stories that we tell and report. Don't forget to watch our video podcast weekly on the SilicogaNews.com. Mix 106.5 and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. To contribute stories, suggest future guests, or to report news, email news at silicoganews.com. Thank you for hanging around with us today, but that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Hannah Hammonds, and see you next week.